Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we are almost at the hard court season. We have another week where there were two services played on. Last week was grass and clay. This <laughs> week was hard court and clay. <laughs> shout out and to the clay. Shout out to the clay. They are not trying to let it go. Brother Bryce, let's talk about tennis, man. How you doing, first and foremost? I am doing good, doing good, man. I, you know, it is a lot like you were saying uh, before we jumped on this, uh, this podcast, you know, there were a number of tournaments last week, there are a number of tournaments this week, and uh, we have special events happening, and then the hardcore summer series is about to go in full swing, and the Williams sisters are coming out the back cave, and it's just... (laughs) (laughs) There's <laughs> just a lot going on right now. <laughs> right? Everybody busy. Everybody, they like, oh, it's summer. We got to be busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, oh. let, let's start off by talking about something a little fun. And yeah. I'll admit, I didn't get a chance to watch any of it, but I know that they had kind of an exhibition tournament in Atlanta. Yes. Yes. Uh, this weekend. Did you get a chance to see any of it? I did. So I watched a little bit. Well, I pretty much watched the uh, Coco and Taylor match. And mm-hmm. I, I I have to be honest with you. I only watched a little segment or two of the Coco uh, uh, Kennan match. Um, but I tell you what, man, the Coco uh, Taylor match was just a really, really fun match. Both ladies looked great. They were in good spirits. They were a lot of laughs, a lot of smiles, really good tennis played on both sides. At one point, I was like, ooh, Coco hitting a whole bunch of drop shots. She testing out that fitness. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But Taylor stepped up, man. She was getting to balls, and she was using that lefty swing of hers. It was really a fun match. It was a good match for both of them to really kind of get their feet wet as it relates to the hardcore summer series and and what's the lead-up to the U.S. Open. So I I really, really enjoyed the match, Bryce. It was was two sisters out there playing – playing good tennis and having fun. Wow, that's great. And I, I'm I'm happy to hear that Taylor is still looking good and yes. and hopefully uh you know Coco is feeling good. So getting yes. ready to get his hardcore swing. So now how yeah. about Coco Kennan match? You know that okay, so that was a little maybe less and 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 I think that you know there was some smiles here and there, and of course you know Coco is always she's always about it. She's you know a great entertainer, and she's just a great young lady. I think with Kenan, of course, you know she's a bit more stoic, so I don't think that of course it's really her her thing <laughs> per se. Okay. Um, so it wasn't as fun as the Coco Taylor match, in my opinion. Um, I think Kenan was definitely more so out there trying to really get her her feet, you know, kind of you know, really wet as far as playing, you know what I mean? Cause she's been out, she's been injured. She had a you know foot issue and she just, of course has been through a lot of drama. So I think for her, it was a little bit more serious just to get on court with another professional and really try and see where her strokes were. But, um, but you know, it wasn't, it was in a good match. It, in my opinion, of course, wasn't as good as Taylor Coco, but it was all right. And and she's still got a ways to go. I'm talking Kenan uh, before she really gets back to the form that she once was in that, you know, won her a grand slam. But, you know, she'll, she'll get there. She'll be all right. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Uh, and I'm glad you caught it because <laughs> I don't know how I just missed all of that. I ended up, you know, reading about it on social media. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, now that that was televised and I missed it. Right. They were sneaky with it. They was the tennis channel just kind of slid it on in there. So they didn't really say a lot. So it was easily, easily missed, to, to be honest. Okay. Well. Oh, and Taylor had the baby out. She they, when they were doing the interview at the end, the baby was on the court. He, he had a little tennis racket, was trying nice. to hit, hit the balls. I was like, oh, that's adorable. So, oh, oh. yeah, it was good stuff. Good stuff. Oh well, good reporting on that, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so okay, so let's move to the tournaments that have some points attached to them. Yes, and, finally. And, yeah. And so the first one here is we have the Hamburg European Open in Hamburg, Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go with the top four seeds instead of the top eight, because once you get past four, you start reaching a little bit. So <laughs> top seed was Contivate. Then you had Kasakina, who's mm-hmm. really out the closet. Shout out to her. <laughs> uh, Krajcikova and Sasnovich. Right. Um, so Isaac. Your girl. My girl was like, listen, we're going to make it two weeks in a row. Bernarda Pera is trying to get things done on the tennis court, and I'm (laughs) loving all of it. Sign me up, man. I Like I said, been a fan of hers, and I just feel like she has definitely been ready to play good tennis, and she's finally showing it. And to be able to get back-to-back titles and to beat Contivate? Yes. Listen. That's that's not an easy task. So she she did some great things. She beat Sinyakova in the tournament, who we've heard about. Um, like I said, she she just had a really really great uh, week, and like I said, it just continued on uh, from the the previous win that she had. So hey, she went from not having a tournament at all to winning two in a row. You know, I'm hoping this is all leading up. For her to potentially have a you know a good run at the U.S. Open, yes. uh, if she keeps playing like this, I just don't want her to draw Serena or Venus in the first <laughs> round. Keep another pair away from them. Yes, we got to protect our national treasures. Got to protect them, bro. Come <laughs> on now. <laughs> so congratulations, Para. That is awesome. Two wins in a row. Let's see if you can make it three. There you go. Uh, so next, let's move on to the 33rd Palermo Ladies Open in Palermo, yes. Italy. And oh, well, I was about to say I can't even start with the top seed because <laughs> Trevisan pulled out with a back injury before the start of the tournament. Right. So then you had Putin Seva and Zhang Shui and Cerebus Tormo and right. your girl Caroline Caroline Garcia. Right. Uh, and like I said, you start stretching. So uh, <laughs> we had in the finals, Bagoo and Ronzetti. Yes, yes. Uh, two surprise uh, finalists because none of them were seated. But, hey, they made their way to a final. And uh, Begu was like, hey, you look hungry. Let me get you some hoe biscuits. And <laughs> <laughs> Sir Bronzetti up two of them. And said, give me this title. Get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So, and you know, Bagoo, she's one of those kind of players that, you know, she kind of has a very unorthodox style. Right. Uh, but when she's on. Exactly. When she's on, she's dangerous. She's very dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So and she, she showed it this week. 
<laughs> I see that. I see that. And shout out to the whole biscuits in the in the final. Um, <laughs> and, and Isaac, I just want to take this moment to just tell this very brief story. We received a message from I can't remember who the user was, but she was from Australia, and okay. she was saying that the people in their tennis club down there were using whole biscuit, and but they didn't really know the background on it. So she, <laughs> she wrote us. To, to get what's the background on Whole Biscuit, and I wrote it up for her, and she was like, oh, we get it, that makes sense, let me go back and, and educate the club. So shout out to the tennis club in Australia that's yes. Whole Biscuit. <laughs> I love it, and hopefully one day when we are back in Australia, we're going to play some tennis, and we can serve up some Whole Biscuits. How about that? Exactly, exactly. Love that. So, Speaking of the tournaments coming up this week, yes, we have uh, first, and this should be no surprise, at the BNP Paribas Poland Open in Warsaw, Poland, we get Iga back. Iga's back. Yeah, mm-hmm. Iga's back. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and it looked like all the seeds have basically pulled out. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Iga's the top seed, and Ava <laughs> pulled out, yep. and Ava's Tomo pulled out, yep. then Magoo pulled out, yep. and so then now the next person is Garcia, and then you start stretching. Exactly. She was the <laughs> only one brave enough to stay in the tournament. She was like, I think all of them were like, listen, Iga on clay in Poland. Just yeah. think about that, y'all. <laughs> right. Right. She is she is going to drive some folks, and it's not going to be pretty. It, it is not. No. So, as you look at the draw, Isaac, I mean, how do you see this? Let's let's just jump. This is a two fifty. So let's yeah. jump to who do you potentially see making it into the finals from the top half and the bottom bottom half? Yeah. I, well, I think Iga. I would have you know said Caroline if she were in a in in the bottom half, Garcia, but she's not. So I think she's going to get drove by Iga. And I think it, the the final will, in my opinion, be uh, Iga versus Dego That Girl. That girl. <laughs> <Magic>. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> gotta, gotta have some love for Petra because she's trying to get her ranking back. And, and so I think she's going to be, again, on a, on a crusade to uh, at least make it to the final. Right. And, and I'm assuming you're thinking like I am but Iga is going to probably drive her by a local bakery in Poland ooh, in the ooh, final. Uh, <laughs> man, she got that car already started, bro. It just, it just started. It is fueled up. She's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just smell it. <laughs> so, so we'll, you know, we'll, we'll look at the, you know, we'll keep an eye on this and, and yes. see how this one um, progresses. Absolutely. And then the final women's tournament we have uh, for this week is uh, in in Prague, Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know this is not a horrible draw. Uh, so no, have, it's not. We have Contevate as the top seed, followed by Krychikova, then Elise Mertens, then Kristea, then Cornet, then Van Utfank. Utfank. Then, <laughs> <laughs> then Potapova. And then Bustava. Yes, yes. And, and like I said, very decent draw. Good names. Um, I, I, I think that's it's it's going to be a fun tournament there for sure. 
So let's, once again, let's kind of look at who you think might make it to the finals. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to go the easy route and I'm going with the top two seeds. I actually feel like it'll be a Contivate versus Krachikova final. Um, okay. I think that Contivate is finally getting her, her, her rhythm back. She's played a few tournaments, and yes, she's gotten upset. But I think that it's a good thing. I think she's really trying to, to get her, 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 her form back. Um, and, and honestly, the same with Krachikova. I think that both of them have been out. They were injured, and they're just kind of trying to find their games again. And I think they've played enough tournaments to this point where I think there, there's not anybody in the draw that I see should worry them well i should say this cornet worries hey. i think cornet will worry yep. me as far as krachikova goes yep. yep but i don't know that i see anybody up top messing with contivate i think i see contivate making the final without any issue i, I totally agree with you right and i, I was gonna let you finish and, <laughs> and i was gonna come and say the one person <laughs> all right that might that, throw a wrench in all of this is that daggone Cornet. <laughs> that daggone Cornet. Alize don't be playing. She's like, I'm good for an upset, y'all. Don't, right. don't get it twisted. Right. <laughs> so, um, but I do believe that Contivate should win the overall tournament. I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. I feel like she's she's definitely the one that feels to me like she's finding her form the fastest of the of of the folks we just spoke about so i would be surprised if she didn't win this 250. right and you gotta think about it she's she's feeling you know she lost in the finals last week mm -hmm. she wants to take this you know one step further right exactly all right so let's move over to the men yeah we'll start with the 250. Mm -hmm. And that was in that was the Swiss Open in Gestad. Right. And uh, nice tournament, you know, especially as you think about clay court players. Top seed, you had Casper Ruud, followed mm -hmm. by Berrettini, then RBA, then Ramos Vignolas, then Pedro Martinez, then uh, Garin, Hugo mm -hmm. <laughs> Gaston, you all got to watch him, and then <laughs> Sousa. Right. So, um, what did you think of this tournament? We had Casper Ruud meeting Berrettini uh, in the finals, but maybe we want to take a step back and look at the semifinals. I, I was going to just say that. I want to I step back on this one and look at those semis, because I'm going to be honest with you, Bryce. I enjoyed this tournament. I really, really did. Um, and those, that's those, both of those semifinals were awesome. I mean, we know Casper Ruud is a beast on clay, and yep. for him to play my boy Ramos, uh, Ramos Benyoles, um, I, I just was like, okay, that should be awesome. But uh, Casper Ruud didn't agree with me, and he was like, you know what? <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of your leftiness, and I'm about to give you this whole biscuit and this bagel and tell you to get on. Um, so, and quietly, uh, Ramos Vignolas was, was lucky in my opinion to get out of that match with, uh, with Jared, Jared, um, because he's a really good player and someone that we've seen in the past. And so it's nice to see him back, uh, back playing again. So anyway, uh, that was a, that to me was an, uh, was a fun semi, but that whole team Berrettini, yep. Okay, I was like, all right. The fact that Dominique made it to a semi, in my opinion, was a big win for him. 
I agree. And and I think he played what I, I you know again got served a breadstick, but I feel like he played a good match against Berrettini again in his comeback. I mean, this is a former top ten player who basically has had not lost in what is it three? This was three tournaments, right? <laughs> So I, I I was definitely thumbs up to Dominique, but you know you got to give love to Berrettini. Berrettini was like, look, um, I, I've been on this win streak, and it's going to take a lot to get me off of it. So that final, bro. What did you? Oh, for, so what did you think about those semis, bro? You know, I felt like you basically uh, with team. It's it's good to see that he's starting to make his way back finally, yes. and that. You know, he's been very positive in his social media and he's saying he's feeling good and every win he gets feels even better. So, um, yeah, I, I was happy to see him there. Maybe not quite yet ready for a Berrettini. Right. Uh, but because I was even thinking that match, I was like, if all things being equal, you know, if Dominic team can make this a backhand game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, but I think Berrettini was too strong on that one-two punch with that serve in that forehand. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then we get this wonderful final of, of number one versus number two. Mm-hmm. And I, once again, I, I just always kind of feel with Berrettini, if he plays somebody that can expose his backhand, yep. that's where he's going to be in trouble. And Isaac, you've said many times that, you know, Rude is not like the king of backhands himself. Right. <laughs> but I think his is probably a little more consistent yep. than Berrettini's. And let's and we talk about Berrettini's forehand a lot. Rude's forehand ain't nothing to play with either. No, and especially on clay, because he's got all that spin and all that. It it pushes you. It's very much like Dominique Teams was, but I think Dominique is still trying to get his strength and his form back to really be able to hit those really hard, strong topspin forehands. Casper's there. And I think that that was really the difference between those two matchups was that Casper had his forehand and he was able to really protect and utilize his backhand a lot better than team was able to. Well, let me tell you, I I already liked Casper Rude, but let me tell you what's kind of getting me to love him a little bit. Uh Did, Did you see in the press conference when they asked him about people calling him a pusher Mm-mm. no i missed that what they say <laughs> well they say that they were like hey what do you think about you know play you know not they didn't say players but they're just saying people saying that you're a pusher and he said yeah i've heard that before and he said all i'm gonna say is i invite any of those people to come play me in a match see you better step up and tell it <laughs> mr rude he, he said like, it with, yeah, the with the chest out say it with your chest <laughs> <laughs> like come play me if 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 you feel like that yeah I'm a pusher uh uh-huh. come 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 see come see I push your ass right out of the court <laughs> push you right to the bakery right come on now oh th- yeah so, I didn't I missed that bro thanks for bringing that up <laughs> yeah so with that response I was like okay Casper you you are gaining even more points with me. <laughs> I love it. I I love Casper. I think he's got a great attitude. It just he seems like a very friendly person. And and like I said, I love his game. I really, really do. He is a beast on clay. Beast. So shout out to Casper Root and to Berrettini for making it to the finals and to Dominic Team for making his first semifinal in a while. 
So yeah, absolutely, all good things at that tournament. Yes. So let's move over to the 500 tournament, the one yes. that was in Hamburg, uh, the Hamburg European Open. And this one was probably um, my favorite of the lineups because you had Alcaraz and Rublev and Schwartzman and um, Karina Busta and uh, Van der Schloep, um, Hans, Vasilisvili, <laughs> uh Runa. And you still had people in there like Karatsev and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Musetti and... Um, there were a couple of good players, you know, Baez. And yeah, your boy, Davidovich Fokina was up in there. Yeah, so some very, very good people. So um, so before I turn it over to you, I just want to mm-hmm. shout out, you know, our boy Aslan for getting a couple of victories. Because <laughs> it's a little tight on him recently. Yes, yes. <laughs> so he took out hands. Yep. Um, uh, matter of fact, dropped him off at the bakery. See? <laughs> <laughs> and then he took out that Galan. Mm-hmm, correct. So that was great. And he once again lost to that Sarundolo. Right. And almost got him, though. Tiebreaker. Yeah. yeah. So so talk to us about the semifinals. Yeah, man. Really good, good, interesting matchup. So, of course, up top, you know, you had Alcaraz, who was like, Karen Hachinov, ain't nobody scared of you. I'm going (laughs) to drop you off. (laughs) (laughs) And so then he got a hold of uh, Moken. You know that Moken is, he's the young man, Alex Moken. He is the young man that I believe is being coached now by Djokovic's former coach. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm seeing his name a lot more in draws, which is really nice to see. Because, um, you know, I, like I said, I again, we've always talked about Djokovic and, and his his camp. I actually liked Djokovic's coach. I actually thought he was a good guy. Um, so the fact that he's with somebody who's making strong improvements and we're seeing their name more speaks to, in my opinion, his coaching. So uh, Moken is, is, is doing good. So kudos to him for making it to that semi. Uh, but of course, Alcaraz was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Carlos. So, you, you know, sit down somewhere with your breadstick. Right. Um, yeah. And the other one, I tell you what, how about Musetti? I mean, I was, I actually thought that Sarundalo would have had the, the edge going into that match because he's just been so hot of late. Mm-hmm. And 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 Musetti was like, I'm not having any of it, sir. No, we're going to take this out in three sets and two sets, straight sets. Right. Um, and I'm going to make my first, you know, I don't know if it was his first, but it was, you know. Was. Yeah. Was it his first ATP final? Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. So I was like, kudos to you, Musetti. Well, and I honestly, Isaac, I thought this was going to be a really straightforward affair for Alcaraz. Yep. I thought he was just going to run through Mercedes. And even though Mercedes won that first set, when Alcaraz came back and won that second set in a tiebreaker, right? I thought he was about to drop him off at the bakery in the third set. I, you know what? I thought the same thing, Bryce. I thought the same thing. But yeah, well, here's what I will say. And I think you know this as is, is, is well. This is one of those instances where they've played each other in the juniors mm. 
And you know how that is. When you've played somebody in the juniors, you ain't scared of them. Even if they are on a run and, yeah, they beat Rafa and, and Djokovic in the same term, you're still thinking of that same person that you played in the juniors that you was able to get up on. And I think because of that, Musetti was really, in my opinion, more comfortable in that entire match. So even though it was really his first, you know, tour ATP final and even a 500, so that even brings more pressure, I think by him playing someone he played in the juniors really allowed him to just be very calm and 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 really play, a, 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 in my opinion, phenomenal final. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a strong take um, because Musetti had like several match points. Mm-hmm. That, and, you know, sometimes that, you know, that can really come back to haunt you. Right. And uh, but he was like, mm. <laughs> right. Mm. You're not going to take this from me, son. No, no I'm not. a year older than you. Huh. Right. <laughs> and how- so. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And how about that? Also, Bryce, just a 20 year old and a 19 year old in a 500 ATP final. Yeah, that, that to me is good stuff, man. That means that th- that the sport is definitely in good hands. Yes, indeed. So shout out to both of them. Yes. So- and Musetti, the next time we see you, you need to actually have an interview with Brothers on Tennis. I'm just going right. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac, I, 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 I'll just pound you later uh, <laughs> on that one. Just we're, saying. We'll just keep that one moving. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, so let's stay with the same group of people because we yes. have a 250 this week in Croatia. Okay. And uh, once again, a lot of the same players, uh, top seed is Alcarez. Then we have Center, Bruno, Baez. Mokin, uh, Altamire, Fonini, and then rounding out the top eight, Musetti. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and it is, again, on clay. Um, it's nice to see center out there, which is kind of interesting, the fact that he would be on red clay, given the fact that we're about to be in hardcore season. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, it, you know, I, 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 I feel like in this particular tournament, I think Carlos will have picked up some good things from that 500. Mm-hmm. So it'll be tough for me to see him not making the final. But I tell you, the matchup that I actually would like to see up on that top half, I, in the that- semis, I, I'd love to see Akrez versus Rune. I really want to see that matchup. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Two of the young guns, folks. Two of the young guns. Right. And then, you know, at the bottom, you know, a quarter that you I want to see is Musetti and Baez. Yes, yes. Um, so who are you thinking is going to ultimately make it to the finals of this tournament? In truth, Bryce, I think we might have a repeat of last week. Right. I right. really do, because I just think that Musetti is probably riding a nice little wave of confidence. And I don't know that Clay is really center's best surface. So I actually think that if they do meet up, I would kind of give a slight edge to Musetti, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, really? I would. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I always just look at Yannick Sinner as being more of a hardcore player just from a yeah. movement standpoint, because I just and I know he's a skier and everything like that. But I don't know. I just I feel like he's still got a little bit of a questionable movement on clay. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I feel like because of that, Musetti would be able to use a lot of his variety to be able to not allow him just to hit his strong, powerful shots, which, again, on clay gets nullified as well. So yeah. I would lean to Musetti. And you're thinking that Alcaraz... Yeah, I think he would get him this time around. I think he'd be like, okay, now you you know, you you got your little title, but we're not <laughs> going to make it two in a row, though. Just go and sit down. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, okay, well, that's going to be a fun one to watch. Yes. And then next we have the Generali Open. Yes. Pitchbull, Austria. Mm-hmm. And this is... You know, a little bit of the buster um, draw, mainly because the top two seeds have already pulled out, which right. were Rude <laughs> and Berrettini. Right. So that is leaving us with RBA, Karatsev, Ramos Vignolas, Greek Spore, Pedro Martinez, and Salsa again. Right, right. Um, so looking at the draw, oh, look at that, Karatsev. Plays uh, Lavish tomorrow. He gonna beat uh. us. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, um, how do you see this tournament playing out? Um, well, you okay? So now, what's interesting is I don't know if you see down there at the bottom there. I do, but you do see a Dominique team there. Uh huh. And I'm gonna be honest with you. As and as much as I love Karatsev. I'm thinking this might be Dominique's opportunity to get into a final. I really do. I think it will. My guess is it will be him against against Karatsev. But I actually think that I would pick Dominique team to get to to get to that final. And in truth, I might be picking Dominique team to win this damn tournament. Well, here's the interesting thing. So Mm -hmm. I don't know that. I necessarily see Dominique team playing Karatsev because I think Karatsev will have to get past Anduhar. Oh, correct. Correct. And on clay? Yeah, Anduhar is, he is a beast on clay. That is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be an Anduhar Dominique team. Uh, semifinal, <laughs> right. <laughs> Which and, I would still pick Dominique team, though, to be honest with you. Right. I love Pablo yeah. Anduhar, but I just feel like team's got. He's he's got enough game at this point in time that he should be able to get past Andujar. So who gets through on the top half? And that's a good question because I was kind of looking at it and I don't know that I see anybody messing with my boy Ramos Vignoles. You know he's on my B squad, so right. I, I got I got to go with him, of course, to to make it to the final. So I'm going to call a, a Ramos Vignoles team final, but I do see team raising a trophy. I really do. How about you, bro? I would love that for him. No, I think you've called it right because, I mean, probably your casual fan will look at the top half and be like, oh, you've got RBA there. But we know Clay is not necessarily his strongest suit. And it is Ramos Vignolas. Exactly. Uh, But, you know, they're both Spanish. So Mm -hmm. you never know what happens. (laughs) I mean, you know what happens when it's Rafa in a Spanish (laughs) <laughs> exactly. But, but when you get the rest of them together, <laughs> just throw it in the air and whatever falls out, you're like, oh, okay, there it goes. That's a crap bag. Well, well, maybe Alcarez is separating himself too. So once you get past those two. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
That oh. is funny. That is funny. So, okay, well, we'll keep our fingers crossed that maybe Dominic Team can get his first title back. Certainly hope so, man. Yes. All right. And so then we have for the final men's tournament, and this one is part of the U.S. Open Series, Hardcore mm-hmm. and Hot Atlanta. Uh, we, we have the 250 Atlanta Open. And as you can imagine, these are the type of people that are there. We have five. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that sounded a little bit like shade, and I didn't mean it to <laughs> be shade, but judge for yourself. So we've got Riley Opelka. John Isner, uh, Alex DiMignor, okay, mm-hmm. uh, Francis Tiafo, Tommy Paul, Jensen Brooksby, Nick Kyrgios, and Brandon uh, Nakashima. And mm-hmm. in addition to those people, you have Jack Sock in the mix, you have Dominique Kupfer, you have um, Sebastian Corda is, well, he was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was back, but I, I guess he's moving on to the next tournament now. Exactly. Uh, and I hate that we've got our guys playing in the first round, Kudla and Mackie McDonald. Yeah, yeah. I was I was not too happy to see that one. So But it'll be a good battle though, because yeah, they they those those are some strong, strong guys. So that'll be a fun one. So talk to me. How do you see this one playing out? Yeah, man, let's see. Okay, so up top, let's see who we got. So I tell you what, what could be interesting is you may have the doubles pairing playing one another in Nick Kyrgios and, and Tanasi Kokonakas. Um, mm-hmm. That would be interesting. I, You know, at this point, I'm not sure what form Nick is in, but if he's in any of the form that we've seen thus far this this early summer, I would put him through. Um and if he were to have to face Demonar, to me, that would be an interesting match. Because even with the, the Kupfer uh, uh, Duckworth, I think, I don't know that we've seen much from Kupfer of late. And 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 even with Duckworth, I, I, I would expect Demonar to get through that. So I, 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 those two men, it's, it's tough to, to, to kind of call, but I'm going to give the edge to Kyrgios. Okay, and, oh. I will say that Kyrgios will play, and who am I picking? I think Kyrgios might end up playing Tommy Paul, actually. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to call that one as the first semifinal. The one on the bottom, I am going to say Big Foe versus Brooksby. Okay, okay. I like that. that. How about you? So you got Kyrgios versus Tommy Paul. Mm-hmm. Now, you know I want it to be Kyrgios versus Jack Sock. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't know how this whole American thing goes, but I, I guess you probably would have to give the edge to Tommy Paul. Opelka ain't really been doing nothing lately, so. Exactly. I think that he may not be informed. Right. So I think, you know, that that sounds good. Um and then at the bottom, yeah, Brooksby definitely. And yeah, Tiafo, you know, it's funny. Tiafo should come through on that. And I think I watched Tiafo at the at Indian Wells against Nash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he just has more weapons than Brandon. So right, you right. Know, hopefully he can take advantage of that. But I tell you what, in the doubles draw, 
Mm-hmm. You could potentially have in the semifinals Special K, you know, Kyrios and Kokonakis yep. against Jack Sock and Rajiv Ram. I, yeah, I see that. I see that. That could be fun. That would be fun. I hope they I hope they do meet up. That would be awesome. Because you because <laughs> you then know Sock and Kyrios are playing together next week in DC. In DC. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So uh so yeah, so this Hot Atlanta Open, I think, you know, will be very interesting. Who is so who are you thinking walks away with the title though? As, as far as doubles goes? Uh, single. I, I just wanted to bounce. Oh, in singles. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, in singles, I'm... who am I gonna call on this one? Um, you know what? I'm just gonna step on out there. I'm gonna call Big Foe. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna call Big Foe. Hot Atlanta. Big Foe need to show up and represent for the folk. I am gonna say I want. Big foe to win. <laughs> okay. That's my that's my hope and my desire. But I I would put my coins on Brooksby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause Brooksby, like I said, he's got a great game and he's clever. And but the thing is, I just haven't seen uh Jensen too much of late. So I'm hoping that he's, you know, kind of kind of ready, if you will. For, right. for the hardcore season. So I, I agree with you. I think that will be an interesting, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I can't disagree with you on that choice, my man. So lots of good tennis going on. So if people want to watch matches. I mean, you got oh, yeah. a bunch. You got plenty. <laughs> well, Isaac, you know, one thing that we have not talked about that popped out last week in the news was that there was an announcement that all members of the big four mm-hmm. are going to be on team. I'm going to stop calling them team Europe and just call them team goats. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> at the labor cup. So for anybody who doesn't know who the big four are, Djokovic, Nadal, Andy Murray, and Roger Federer. Yes. Uh, and, and let me just add this one thing. That's four. So they have to name six to the team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my guess is you add Medvedev and Alcaraz. You would think. Uh, uh, I don't know how they lose. <laughs> they don't. Oh, <laughs> that's the problem. Um, bruh, I tell you, man, I, I, you know, I know we were joking about this earlier. I just... With the format the way it is, it's hard for me to really see how the world is going to be able to compete. Um, I mean, you said it best. I, they turning away top 10 talent. I mean, <laughs> they like, no, you can put in your application, but it is not for sure that you will make the lineup. Uh, I, I'm not sure Team World would beat the B squad for Europe. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, saying, no, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. It's truth. You are speaking nothing but the truth, sir. And I respect that. <laughs> Cause, cause, okay, because, like, if I would, okay, so if I'm looking at the rankings and you take out the big four and I had said um, Alcarez and Medvedev, right? Mm-hmm. So then your your B-Squad team would look like Cece Paz, yep. Casper Rouge, Rublev, mm-hmm. FAA, Center and Herkic. 
Well, well, but no, no. FAA would be on on Team World because he's Canada. Sorry, yeah. There. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. So take FAA out. So yeah. you have Center, Herkage, and Cam Nori. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Where does where does Hubie stand? Oh no, you uh, said Herkage. You said Herkage. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's right. He's number eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So you're exactly right. I think the B squad would still be, you know. <laughs> The odds-on favorite. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too funny to me. So I I personally think there should be a little bit of a shift in order to make it competitive. But I know that there are others that are just like, oh, you know, they just need to just keep getting beat down until until they can they can produce some talent to win. Um, and, and I shouldn't say talent because, of course, right. the world is talented. But it's just when you're looking at the comparison, it's 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 a bit it's a bit unequal, y'all. <laughs> Could you imagine sitting in that boardroom where you said, "Okay, today we're going to discuss how we change the rules," since the world clearly can't and probably will never win, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we won't give them Russia. <laughs> I know, right? We'll give him Russia. There you go. That'll even things out a little bit. Right. Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, man. This is going to be probably the most anticipated labor cup because there's never been a year before where you had all members of the Big Four. Because I don't think Andy has ever played, right? I don't think so, no. Yeah, you're right. And Djokovic has only played once, right? Right. And I... And I think a lot of people will look at this as maybe the one and, and last time you will see the big four together in an event like this. Absolutely. 100% agree. Yep. So, uh, yep. So I'm just going to warn you, Isaac, I, I got a I got a, a business meeting thing going on in Boise that first day of Labor Cup. So I'm be trying to avoid all kind of scores and stuff. <laughs> I'm flying home that night. And I'm right in. I'm gonna pat the dog on the head. I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna watch the matches so I can be ready to go for Saturday the next day. Absolutely, brother. I I hear you on that, man. Is is don't I don't want nobody messing it up for me. I'm gonna watch it. I that is an event I will watch every single point. There will be oh. no. There it will be. You know, and and. For the, those of you who don't know me, Bryce knows me very well. I tend to be more of a DVR tennis watcher. Um, but on this instance, yeah, yeah. I, I probably will watch it live, and I will be watching every single point. <laughs> no fast forward. Right, and I'm the exact opposite of Isaac. I, I do not like watching tape tennis. I pretty uh, much only watch live. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch this on tape. <laughs> you better believe that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's going to be good, folks. And speaking of being good, uh, your boys, we're getting ready to hit the road this Friday night. So um, we are looking forward to, to getting out to some of these tournaments, seeing some of you. Uh, next week, we'll be in D.C., for you know the city open uh in dc so look for a lot of good footage for us there there's going to be a city taste of tennis there as well so you know how we do at those events shout out to ays uh marketing and all of our our our, our friends and family there 
Yes. And then we're going to go to Cincinnati, where we'll be at the Western and Southern Open, mm. uh, which we're very excited about. Yes. Uh, back to the city where Isaac and I met, where we used to work for the same company. That's right. And then, of course, we're going to wind things up by hitting the U.S. Open. And, um, and, and with all of that, Isaac, we've got Venus and Serena each playing two warm-ups going into the U.S. Open. Right? I mean, come on, bro. That is news that has definitely gotten me excited. As, long as, as, as well as the Labor Cup, the fact that we got our queens out there trying to get in some playing time, uh, you know, it's just always a wonderful thing. So that we will definitely be on the lookout for. Yeah, we have um, Venus is going to be playing in D.C. Mm -hmm. And then Venus and Serena are both going to be playing in Toronto. Then Serena is going to be playing in Cincinnati. And then both of them will be playing in the U.S. Open. So sometime in the next week, we will be interviewing Eric Eichmann, who is the coach of both Venus and Serena. So we plan to get, you know, some information and some updates from somebody who clearly knows the scoop. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so shout yes. out to Eric. We're really looking forward to talking to you. Uh, and of course, we're going to bring that interview directly to all of you. That's right. Should be fun, folks. Listen in. Yes. So, Isaac, any final words you have before we wrap this one up? You know, there's a lot of tennis going on out there. So, folks, definitely, uh, you know, get your, get your tennis hat on. Watch, watch some tennis. It's all, you know, really starting to ramp up towards the uh, summer hardcore series and the U.S. Open. So, to, so get in there, watch tennis. And while you're watching tennis, you know, you can you can always get on your little phone or your iPad, pull up www.brothersontennis.com, go to that shop page, and just kind of check out some gear while you're watching some tennis. Because all of y'all would look fantastic with a Brothers on Tennis t-shirt <laughs> on. I'm just saying. Y'all would look real good watching tennis with that on. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And back to you, Bryce. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Well, hey, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Uh, Enjoy the tennis, everyone. And we will be back with you next week, if not sooner, with uh, a potential interview. So uh, on behalf of the podcast, This has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone be good out there.